podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. One Manchester. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. Firstly, I'm going to introduce two of our regulars. Elijah, how's it going, mate? All good, 9am, of course. Alright. Uh, Seb, how you doing? Yeah, man, all good, all good. Can't yeah, wait to get onto it. You took your agenda to the main pod, I've got to respect it. Uh, yeah. Cool, and we're joined this evening by two of my young bulls, Hungry. Hungry members of the United fandom. Uh, Phil, how's it going? All good, man. All good, man. I'm nice. used to the pain now. Nice one. Uh, before we start, introduce yourself to the listeners. So, uh, share your socials. Uh, tell us who your favourite player is and how you started supporting United. Um, so, yeah. Um, my name's Phil. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Phil Sebs. Uh, Pogba's my guy. Even when he's not playing, I have to support him. The Pogba agenda is strong here. And I support it. started supporting United. I was eight or nine years old. Um, one of the first matches I watched was the 08 
08 final, Champions League. So yeah, saw the penalty shootout. It's one of the first games I saw. And obviously I could only support the winners. I was never supporting Chelsea. So yeah. Cool. Right, you're making me feel old, man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Kamal, same question. So your socials, how you support, started supporting United and who your favourite player is. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for having me on. My name is, yeah, Kamal, but I got to normally go by Cam. So you can follow me at Twitter at King underscore Cam's. Favourite player is Green, Greenwood, only future Ballon d'Or winner at the club. And started supporting United, phew, like when I was seven or eight, just because I was always at my cousin's house and United was always on, just fell in love with the beautiful game. So, yeah, that's me, basically. Cool, nice one, lads. Nice to have you on. Uh, we're going to get right into it because I'm sure you guys have got a lot to say. So, <clears throat> Saturday's game against Wolves, the introduction of Bruno. Elijah, what did you think of the performance? Uh, pretty much what we've come to expect of United. Um, very slow, sideways. Um, not much risk in terms of the passes we tried to make um you could tell that we were very wary of adama in particular and just wolves their count their counter-attacking threat so it was a very cagey game it's kind of like uh what we used to see between the big teams like back like 10 years ago but obviously this is between two mid-table clubs and i think neville said it in commentary this is these are just two teams who are so much better on the counter-attack they would rather not give the other team the opportunity to do it. So it ended up being you know, basically like a war of attrition in the end. And we didn't, we, neither team had the capability to break the other down. Um, I think De Gea was good. Uh, Maguire, Shaw were, were decent. Uh, Lindelof was just, he, yeah, he's just a disgrace, man. He, he like he's just so easy to get bullied. He makes poor decisions, and it's just it, it must be so difficult to play alongside him as another centre back because he's just such you you just feel to like go to cover him because he's such he's so flimsy. He's just he's, he's not trustworthy at all. He's like a four, he's definitely a fourth choice centre back at best at United in the future. Um, but um, yeah. Carrying on, well, Wan-Bissaka was decent. He put in a few decent crosses. I think the one for Dallow he should have buried, but I mean, yeah, it's just one chance. Fred was pretty decent as well. Uh, Pereira was a that 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 was one of his worst performances, which is a pretty bad indictment considering he's one of the worst players I've ever seen in my life. Bruno, for what he was, he was decent. He tried he tried to make things happen, then he realised that this team so devoid of confidence or any impetus that he, he couldn't even do anything so he just decided to start taking shots by himself second half and it was moved deeper it was less effective just came out the game more but that was because Pereira was just an absolute fool in midfield and we just needed to shore up that place a bit more Mata was anonymous uh, James was absolutely horrendous I've never the worst thing about James is that he was trying to play in pockets when we all know his strength is running in, in behind and we're playing against a back five and this guy was trying to... I love it he, though. Try no, something different. Guy, he thought he was David Silva trying to get into the pocket. <laughs> what, David I'm Silva like, now, I lie? 
Yeah, it's like, boy, like, come on, man, just play to your strengths. And even second half, like, he didn't do anything at all. And then Martial was very disappointing. Um, it's with him. It's not with him. It's not the fact that people will say about the service and all that stuff. At the end of the day, when the ball comes up to you, you do your part, and then that's when people will talk about the, the excuses or the reasons why it's not it's not working as well for you. But when the ball got to him, he would he wasn't sharp. Um, he he wasn't taken in cleanly. I mean, there were times where he turned. Uh, there were three times in a row he turned the wolves, each wolf's centre back, and they had to foul him. But if you're doing that, you have to do it more consistently. You have to be able to turn them. His touch wasn't there. He was behind. He was he was coming too deep too often. Um, and and look, this stuff is uh, is understandable because we've seen it with Rashford. We've seen it with Greenwood. But at the end of the day. Like I've said with Rashford, you have to do your job as a striker. Like that, like it's important to be a presence up top. Like we can talk about how difficult it is, but it is your job to make sure the ball sticks up top. Because at the end of the day, he is, he is the different. He's basically the difference maker in the team. Now, the only difference maker in the team. That is hard. But at the end of the day, like we all said at the start of the season, with Marshall, Rashford, and Pogba, whatever. We know this situation is less, like it's not good at all. But now, now's the time. If you show that you can do it in situations where it's not amazing, that's when people put faith in you to keep you and to put the pieces around you. And like Marshall, he has he hasn't played well for a month. I, I do think people are over exaggerating a bit with him. But at the end of the day, that that comes with the territory. You're man United number nine. You have been hyped up for what the best part of five years now. This this is going to come. The pressure is there. He needs to do better. There's that like Social was saying the other day. He's tired and whatnot. Be, look, it's fine, but it's still not an excuse because you have to be. If if you're going to be on the periphery of games, you have to be a danger. There are times when you don't notice Salah or Aguero or Kane and all these guys, but bang, they get it. They they are causing danger with Martial recently it's not been enough he's not causing enough danger he's not sharp enough at all there are times where like for example the Newcastle game like in December he'll get the ball shift it shoot like that's what we like I, like when people talk about intensity with Martial I don't really like people talk about intensity I don't really care you you cannot be intense Kane is not the most intense person in the world but what he is he's sharp when he gets the ball he's sharp because he knows what he wants to do. He wants to manoeuvre it and get a shot off. With Martial, it's understandable that like there's not much creative stuff around him. So he's looking to create, always looking to shoot. But when he's within the width of the post, well, if, even if you can see the whites of the post, shift it, shoot, shift it and play it off. He takes too, he's taking too many touches in a team where they take too many touches because they're not good enough. He's taking too many touches because he's just different on the ball. So... Yeah, Marshall was really poor versus Wolves, and he just needs to do better. Hopefully, he comes back after this two two week break, and he looks a much better player. But he definitely needs to improve because this is like this has been going on since the Arsenal game. He's been poor since then. Even versus Norwich when he scored, he was very poor. 
So he just needs to snap out of it, to be honest. Wow, man had a written press release for Marshall, you know. Scary <laughs> stuff. I think it's only fair for me to give Seb the floor to, to rebuttal that. I only asked him about the game, you know, and he just launched into a Marshall defence. Uh, Seb, what did you think of the performance? <laughs> that was and, <laughs> What did you think of the performance? And uh, obviously... You've got quite a bit to say about Marshall, and you've been teasing the listeners on the timeline. So I guess here's your platform. Um, thank you, man. Thank you for giving me the platform to 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 get my shit off, man. But um, yeah, the performance. I feel like in the first ten twenty minutes, we looked bright. Bruno, uh, you know, he looked like he was linking up well with Marshall, and yeah, I saw a couple flying. I thought, um, I think. United fans thought it was going to be their day today. Do you know what I mean? I thought they were buzzing. That like, you know, what I mean, they saw a couple uh, one twos, and you know, they thought it was going to be Martial season. But we'll get into that, man. Um, so the game, um, you know, it's pretty much like all of our uh, games uh, versus Wolves. It's literally an equal match, man. It's a team that's well coached. They know what they're doing. The five at the back. They play the long diag. They've got a good, uh, uh, you know, uh, attack. They they counter well. Adama, you know, is a is a real big threat. And um, you know, you know what you get with Wolves. Um, as Elijah said, Lindelof, very very poor. I feel like uh, generally the whole team was um, okay. I feel like it was a absolute disgrace that uh, we had to drop Bruno back and swap him with AP. So at least we can, you know. Cut- <laughs> Yeah, we can build up. It was it was, it was an absolute disgrace, man. It's like like uh, you know I've run out of words to describe AP. Like we we know what he's about anymore, man. It's just just it's just tiring, isn't it? I just I just can't be bothered. Daniel James um, was crap, but the thing with Daniel James again, as Oli said, um, in fact, this is actually not even a defense because. Oli said, yeah, when Daniel James came, he's supposed to be basically an impact player. He's not supposed to play the amount of minutes he's played. Yeah. But as uh, Disu has been saying in the chat, and he's actually said uh, a lot, if you're buying a player um, to come to your team and you know he's not good enough to start, he shouldn't be here. You should be bringing players that should be competitive or should be looking to actually start in the uh, you know starting the eleven or pushing for places, it's like for example, if we did buy a starting right winger, say oh, we bought Sancho or whatever. If Sancho's in poor form, Daniel James is so bad that he wouldn't be pushing Sancho out of the squad. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So you should be buying players that um, should be challenging your first team uh, uh, players. Like I know what Daniel James is about. If the game is stretched, if it's not a low block. You know, and it's a counter thing. Yeah, he's going to be great. But in terms of actually, you know, being a footballer and, you know, being creative and knowing what to do when a team has their bank of five or bank of four, that's not it. Um, we're just lucky we paid 15 million for him. So it's it's not really of a loss to, to Man United. Um, okay, yeah, then we go on to that Martial. It's to my sanity, mate. Yeah, it's a loss of the Sunny, yeah, but not obviously Manchester United because whatever, man. They're, I think they've got the piece. I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I'm still a bit wary about if we've got the piece or not. Um, yeah, man. And then obviously we go to Martial. Uh, what Martial was doing the other day is basically what we got 
rid of Lukaku for the basics, man. The basics. The ball comes to you. All we want you to do is hold up the ball. He like, got people, bullied. He, he got bullied. Oh he my got, word, that was he got horrible. It, it was it was it was so bad. It was like for me, like okay. I criticise Martial a lot. Sometimes it's an agenda. But the other day was honestly not an agenda. I'm just thinking, bro, like, there's one thing that, you know, there's one thing where, um, as I said on a pod uh, the other day, um, if you miss a chance, the reason why I'm angry at you missing that chance is because we're so crap, we're not going to get another one. So uh, it's part frustration you missed the chance, part frustration that the team is so crap, and that's the only chance we're going to get. So I'm taking it out on Martial. That's fine, cool, whatever. We we can establish that. The other thing is, bro, the basics of football, man. All you have to do when a ball comes to you, hold the ball up and bring others into play. Like people are like, oh, when Rash, when Rash is da 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 da, whatever. The difference between Rash and Martial is Rash has got the intensity. At least he's going to stretch teams. Like if we look at Rash and Martial, the penalties that everyone keeps saying, oh, Rash, oh, Rash, he scored bare pens or whatever. He's won ninety percent of those pens. Like the pen against City, unreal, unreal, unreal football. One the pen. One pen. Martial's not doing this. All this dribbling thing that everybody says that Martial has, the, the dribbling stats, the, the quick feet and whatever. Where is it? I, I can't see it. Like, all the chances we had, he was actually moving like Lukaku. I remember one time the ball got played from the right into the centre and Matt was about to hit it first time and he took the touch. I, I was like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Like, I, honestly, this guy was playing like, he's literally playing like, like Rom. Like, he was literally playing like Rom. Like, and for me, I just think, like, fam, like, as I said um, on Twitter, if Martial was who people think he, he is, Igalo wouldn't be here. Simple as that. Like, Martial is not levels, bro. Like, we have to start realising he's not levels. People are like, ah, oh, he clears Rashford, he, he clears this person. He does not clear nobody, bro. He don't clear nobody. My man does not clear nobody, bro. Like, he's not good enough to be a Manchester United number nine. In fact, he should be playing back up to Rashford on the left wing. That's where he should be playing, bro. Like, he's not levels, man. He's not levels. And it's time that we start, we, we, we forget about the LVG season because we've kicked on. It's four years. It's four years. A man still think it's the same Martial. It's the same Martial. If you was good at something four years ago, and you're not good at it now, your boss is going to get rid of you. Or he's going to at least tell you to step up. It's the, apologi- it's the apologetic behaviour from Man United fans that really annoy me. They're like, oh, like, oh yeah, man. Um, Martial, when have we seen Martial play? Like, for me, Martial hasn't really been the real Martial since LBG. And for me, he ain't played good all season. He's scored goals and he's done okay. Like, But for me, he ain't played sick. Do you know what I mean? And I just feel like it's just uh, um, it's enough of the excuses, man. It's enough of the excuses. Well, you saying he, ca- he can't keep getting away with this, yeah? He can't keep getting away with it, man. It's enough of the excuses. He hasn't got the, men in t- the mentality. He hasn't got a drive. He hasn't got a hunger. He hasn't got a desire. He's just not on it, bro. And that's the type of person You just he said is. the same thing four different bro, ways. I know. So, <laughs> people don't understand. People don't understand. So, I've got to give it to them four different ways, man. I've got to slice it. You know what I mean? Different ways, different parts. But for me, I just feel like he's just not on it, man. He's not on it. If we can, 
bro, we can swap him for Holland and drop a quick 100 mil or something like that because Martial must be worth about 27 or something or whatever he's Isn't worth. Isn't Holland's like, right release clause like 60 mil? So what, you're paying them 40 to take Martial off our hands, yeah? 100, man. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, Sebi and Elijah, I've let you lot go head to head. Uh, Phil and Kamal, who do you think uh, gave the more convincing argument there? Sebi or uh, Elijah? Uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Elijah. I'm not. Is that I'm is that like... you, Phil? Oh no, that's Kamal. That's oh, Kamal. Kamal, it's Kamal yeah, go on. Yeah, Kamal, but... where you where you from? Meet me now. Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, yeah, I'm not. I I don't want to go down as Martial FC. I'm not Martial FC. I saw Stocks a long time ago. But in all honesty, I think yeah, his touch was bad, and he seems tired. I think that seems like the biggest issue because, like, we know he's not that energetic a player so he's not Rashford like that but his first touch is, has not normally been that poor but I think just we've never known Martial to be a good hold up player so and I don't think there was ever a time in, in that game that he got the ball in front of him that's I don't, cap I think that's cap we ain't, no, come, we ain't coming here giving out cap mate no 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 I feel Listen. like it's a waste of time because we kept giving Martial with the ball with his back to goal then just getting him bullied by all the Wolves centre-backs. It's just a waste of time. And I think if we really want to put lights on someone, the lights should be on Oli. Because, to me, like, the lack of tactical flexibility from Oli yeah, is shocking. Bringing on, I, especially, he does this in every game. The late substitutions, yeah, piss me off to my soul. Because, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but there's a video where Oli himself says, oh, there's no point in bringing a, sub a substitute on in less than 10 minutes. Really and truly, they need a minimum of 20 minutes to change the game. And then you're bringing Lingard and Deleuze on in the 86 minutes as if they're impact players. It's just a waste of time. Like, Martial didn't have a great game. He wasn't a... Okay, no, he had a poor game, but I'm not, I'm not guessing. <laughs> I love that. You tried to talk it up and then you remembered, like, the flashbacks came and man, I said uh, it's 9pm now. Um, <laughs> nah, man, he was shocking yesterday. <laughs> man, I say it's 9 p.m. <laughs> still. Um, this episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Phil, how's it going? Yeah, man. Um, in terms of Marshall... I don't yeah, even want to was... talk about that game anymore. Oh, We're no. going to keep it moving. Let's, We're moving on. Yeah, let's talk about the midweek game against um, City. The teaser where we actually got hammered, but we somehow came away with a win to Oli gets another three-month extension uh, in his role because I beat Pep twice this season. Uh, what did you think of the game against City? Uh, I mean, it's, there's going to be fans, I know they're going to be top reds that are holding on to that 1-0 win and saying it's something, but it's, uh, it takes it takes anyone to watch that 90 minutes to see that there's still a big gap between us two. I mean, David Silva doesn't decide to square the ball and it's a, it's a goal and it's one all, and they go through more convincingly. Watching that game, I was watching Mahrez and all I can think is the way that we signed Sanchez in the same window that he went to Man City. Um, in terms of our own players, 
um, the two up front were Marshawn Greenwood played three three five two right three four three something like that. Marshawn Greenwood up front. I felt sorry for Greenwood to be honest. Like he he we're playing him too much. He's he's struggling against these centre backs coming up against. You can see the physicality isn't there, and when you're playing him in twos and he's coming out wide to connect the ball, he's going to have to be more dependent on his physicality, which he just doesn't have at the moment. Where you want Greenwood is in the box, finishing chances, getting out of his feet and shooting, which we're not giving him the opportunity to do. He's just racking up appearances at this rate. And yeah, he's getting goals. But when you're looking at his goals, they're him getting goals out of nowhere. There's very few goals. I can think of the Sheffield one. Um, I can't think of any, any more off the top of my head, but the Sheffield one is the one where I can remember that. He latched onto a chance we actually created. Everything else is him doing for himself. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Maguire, Shaw and Lindelof at the back. These are meant to be, two of them are meant to be ball-playing centre-backs. Lindelof, you can see he's comfy on the ball. This is the thing with Lindelof Maguire. They're comfy on the ball. In 2020, you can't be calling these two ball-playing centre-backs. In 2020, ball-playing centre-backs have to be able to actually hit these diagonals accurately. They have to be much, much more confident under pressure. And that's just not, it's just not them. And we've got so many apologists as fans who are fine with Lindelof and are fine with Maguire. We're really being left behind by so many other clubs. Is that it? You just stopped mid-sentence, yeah? All right, cool, that's fine. That's a man who suffered, man. All right, so on to to the the real main news of the week. Obviously, last pod, we were pretty sceptical that we were going to get any players in, but we've actually brought in two players. Uh, What are the opinions on Bruno Fernandes? So, obviously, we kind of touched on his debut, but what do you guys think of the signing and what it means for us going forward? Because I've heard murmurs that the money used to pay for Bruno has come out of the summer budget. So, if, uh, Elijah, you could touch on that, because obviously you're the one who keeps his ear to the streets, and what you're expecting from Bruno as a signing, what qualities you expect him to bring? Um, Yeah, I I, I saw that too. Um, That would be weird for us to do. It wouldn't make... Personally, I, I just think, it, it was just an opportunity to grab a replacement for Pogba in a less competitive market, to be honest, because with, with, with the Euros coming and all of that nonsense, it would be really hard to like sell Pogba and get, get in the replacement. We're splitting the job now, getting Bruno in, then maybe getting like a Grealish or whatever in the summer. Um In terms of the type of player... Is that your way of saying, player, sorry to button, is that your way of saying Pogba's off, yeah? I think he's got... Yeah, I've always thought from last summer that he would go this summer because I thought the position we were in last summer, we had to keep him no matter what. This summer, I think we've had time... Like, we've just had time to look for replacements and he's... Like, this season's not gone the way where he's been playing. He's not played... Basically, not not played for us this season. It's It's basically been a useless exercise in keeping him this season, which is very annoying. But at the end of the day, we had to keep him because... There was no way. We, there was absolutely no way we was going to replace him last summer, given what what we saw. So um, yeah, um, I I do think Pope was off this summer. Um, I don't know where to tell me care to be honest, but um, yeah. Um, in terms of Bruno, I, he looks dynamic. Uh, looks like someone who um, is a, he looks like a transitional midfielder. He's someone that I would want in, 
in between our most attacking our, and our defense midfielder, someone who can do a, basically everything in terms of where it's needed. If there's well rounded, yeah, and he's very looks very well rounded. Um, he does look he, he does look forward a lot. Like that's the one thing I like. He gets the ball, he looks forward to try and make something happen. Like there was a video going around Twitter where Lindgaard moved out of the most dangerous space, yeah, into a wide area where two people up. Two players were already there and Bruno was looking at him like, do you not know how to play football or what? But, I mean, he looks like someone who will try to make stuff happen. But um, Giggs, Giggs did say something very, very interesting in that game where he said he basically played in, in two positions where he's not suited to at all. Because in the tens, he had his back to goal. He was waiting for the ball a lot. He was making all of these good movements, lateral movements, make getting into the pockets and we weren't finding him very well then when he played deeper the movement ahead of him wasn't what the the movement ahead of him wasn't the movement that he was making in that first half so it was like if we were if we're able to get him in the position where he's running onto play like there's space for him to run into rather than him him standing in spaces I think he'll be a very good addition but yeah he just looks like a high risk high-risk player, he just, yeah, he just looks like a very Somali footballer, like I said the whole time, so yeah. Cool. Um, Seb, you touched on it before, uh, let's get a bit more in-depth. What do you think of the signing of Igalo? The big man? Something like uh, yeah, man, Igalo, man. Um, yeah, following on from what I said about Igalo being here because Marshall's not it. Um, I feel like that's a bit of cap to be honest. He's just here because we're low on attacking bodies, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and no, isn't it? Yeah, and no. Um, I feel like basically, I feel like we would have waited until the summer to get a striker we want, and we could have got like a a winger, like a right winger, which I know Ollie really wants. Um, but um, what, did yeah, he tell man. you that he really wants one? Yeah, yeah, man. I, you know, I keep my ear to the street <laughs> larger as well. So you know, um, yeah, man. For me, I just feel like it just is what it is. Um, for me, I look at a gala and I'm just like, bro, just cause chaos in it. Like we need a bit of chaos. We need a someone that's gonna be unpredictable. Um, it's got a bit of PMP about him. I obviously when I was watching the Afcon, the thing that annoyed me is that he missed good chances. But the thing that is weird about Agalo is that he's capable of like a few little tricks in a box. Do you know what I mean to create a chance for himself? So he is an interesting, um, you know, interesting player. Uh, I just want us to go with a two up front, and at least Agalo will be able to occupy uh, defenders better than Martial. And maybe he can, maybe a Galo could be more of like, um, I don't want to say Firmino, but more of somebody that. Are y'all okay, taking a piss? No, 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 wait. Oh, wait Elijah, did you watch the World Cup? No, somebody that's not. I have to stop this. This is a travesty, man. No, I'm not going to wait. I'm <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> nah, not the way nah, he plays. I'm saying he's gonna wait one second. I'm not saying the way he plays. I'm saying the goal, the goals are not expected from him. So you know, Firmino gets that. You know, he don't yeah. need to score goals and shit like that. I feel like that a guy that's gonna be there just to to cause chaos and then hopefully within. <laughs> 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 so that's Martial, what he... oh. back, bro. I don't. Know. 
on my life, that is not him. If if you watched Igalo at Watford, yeah, it was Dini doing all that hassling, hold up playing stuff. Igalo's a poacher. But the thing is, this guy's an uncle. He's past his, his dad, the guy's at least 38 years old. What he done versus Argentina was criminal. Absolutely criminal. Even at even at the African where I was top scorer, he is so bad. He's so slow. Like, ah, oh, people don't understand. He's so bad. He's actually so That's bad. That's a hating on Nigalo, man. He's bad enough. Oh, he is so come, bad. Man, like, man, he, he is a Nigerian... Like, it's not even like let's be Garlo cannot move. He can't move. It's debatable. They've got uh, similar goals in the Prem, man. It's debatable. It's debatable. Ah, uh, <laughs> a shameless brother. Always love to hear it. Always love to hear it. Um, Phil, Igalo yeah. in or Igalo out? Do you know what? With Igalo, it's it's one of those chances you're better off laughing than crying. To be honest. Like. <laughs> It's, it's one of those ones, we've, we've clearly spent 28 days of January, 30 days of January even, chasing Bruno, and where we seem to be a club that's incapable of following more than one player. So we've gotten to the 31st now, and we're, we're rushing around trying to get a striker. Josh King for 40 mil, I'm hearing, and then we ended up with Igalo on loan. I mean, can he still do that Bambi, like the, the Bambi thing he used to do? What, what thing's that, sir? You know that scoop turn he used to do? Oh, you know that yeah, scoop that, turn? yeah, that um, little drag turn thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, one nice. thing he's, he's good, good at. at that, man. Yeah, That's he's the good one at that thing he's good at. Other than that, um, he was getting like an, a decent return in China. Other than that, yeah. yeah. True say, you know, China and that, um, their levels, it's, 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 um, it's a good level still. So, yeah, I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> He'll, he'll never defend Marshall like this. He'll never defend Marshall like this. This is disgusting, man. People don't understand this guy's crap. Like, he's actually crap. I have to watch this guy from my country be crap. Like, oh. This is going to be painful. Elijah, Elijah self-hate's not good, man. Do you know what I mean? It's not good, man. No, no, look. This guy has done crimes to my country. Him, Yakubu, and Indeed. I won't forgive whatever they've done to my country. Uh, for Nigeria, he's the most infuriating player to watch. That's why I don't. Worst, like AP levels we're talking. It's, it's scary. The way he loses the ball is it gets me. How? Ah, oh, these are. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. All right, I want to ask you guys about another player. Hopefully, this is a more positive conversation. Wait, one second, bro. Yeah, serious question. Serious yeah, question. Yeah. From to the end of the season, who will score more goals, Agallo or uh, Marshall? Marshall. Come on, man. Marshall, do you want to put yeah, money? Yeah. Do you want to put money on that? Huh? I need to see a Carlos first game. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see well, first game. So man, well, stop. Man, man, proper tried to out for a month. Really? What? Sorry. Jeez. So that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard that as well. He's out for a month. Apparently. You... <laughs> and you know he denied the medical as well. He denied the medical. <laughs> he said I don't do it. <laughs> You know what, yeah? The, th- the thing is is that he is currently going through preseason in China anyway. So, <laughs> like, Oi, this club is finished. You signed a man going through preseason in China, didn't give him a medical, and he's not available for a month. Are you being serious? Man, to be fair, we're only paying half of his wages. 
That's only 150k. It's not about that. What 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 use is he? Like, so he's like, not gonna uh, play until March. And if he so if he's so hold on, is he not playing now because of injury? No, no, no. But Free fitness. I don't know. Like, what so it's I gonna take him a month to get fit enough to play. <laughs> Man, I don't understand. The guy is an uncle. He's an uncle. That's the reason why it's taking him a month to get fit. Oh, this <laughs> How we started this windows, like, linked to Haaland, and we've ended with a Galo, just says a lot about our club. Absolutely and the thing is, yeah, Oli is 4-2-3-1 or die. So, you thinking that he's going to change to a 4-4-2 or anything to fit a Galo in, he's going to stick a Galo right wing. Yeah. <laughs> The day that happens, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna ring that guy's neck. I will ring his. Uh, you man don't think Bruno's getting a young right wing stint, no? Man, of course 100%. he is. He's gonna be crushing his Alaba. I told I told man he's gonna come right wing. It's gonna be McTom, Fred, Pogba, Bruno, right wing. It's gonna be. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're actually done for, man. As long as it's not Piera, man, I can't I can't have another minute of him in the team. I swear. At this point, he deserves wages docked. I'm telling you, it's criminal. No, but the thing is, like, does he actually, like, you can't be that bad without doing it on purpose, man. Like, this is, this, this, and this, this is, is cool. I'm not saying, how does Martial manage then? Oh. Fam, I, like, I, <laughs> I, I don't understand. You can't be that bad. Oh, and the thing is, he has everything that you think he would be an amazing footballer. The nationality. The look. <laughs> The nationality. <laughs> Bam. Don't, you're, you're, really, you're really getting against me mad, yeah? This guy will pull off an amazing, like, for some reason, his one-touch passing is so, so crisp. But then, <laughs> if you make him take more than one touch, he, he becomes the most bang average player you've ever seen technically. And he's not even bad technically. Like, he's not... That's the thing. Like, he's, he's, he's actually become so bad. Like, I don't, like, I've, I've actually never liked him much, but he looks like a one out of ten player in every aspect. He is infuriating. I can't believe we gave we gave him a new contract last summer, man. We should just we should just let him go, man. It is what it is. All right, guys, I want to touch on somebody who the redemption tour continues, and this man seems to go from strength to strength, game by game. Uh, your man Fred, AK Fredgy, AK Pastor Fred. Where do we stand on him now, lads? Because people are saying that he should be a starter long term. No, I'm not even going to lie. Not even going to lie about Fred. Mr. 180, a couple of weeks ago, someone asked you to apologise and you were insulting them. Go on. I love it, Seb. I love it, man. Not even going to lie about Fred. I'm going to be brutally honest, man. I'm going to be brutally honest because sometimes I'm shameless and sometimes I'm not. Um... Yeah, man. I'd like to apologise for absolutely nothing, man. Fuck Fred! Fuck Fred! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Fam. So One of the great heel turns. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. Go bring my boy Partey from a Bowl or somebody uh, like that. Bro, I don't care how well Fred that. plays. He will not be forgiven for his crimes. Simple as that, man. No, like no, no. he this is, guy, yeah. he has been. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, 
No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. This guy has been putting in just decent performances and man, man, man are getting gassed. I don't get it, man. I, I really don't get it. I mean, it. you, do, you do get it. The bar is low, man. So yeah, just being able to see a midfielder turn out of tr danger and pass it 10 yards, people are like, oh, nah, this Fred guy. He's have, some, <laughs> have some respect for yourself. And you like, know the worst thing about Fred, yeah, is that he's, he can't shoot. Like, he can't, yeah, did he I don't, keep shooting? I don't. Why did he take that shot uh, against what? City? Why did he why, take why, that free kick? Why did he take that free kick? Honestly, I'm having sleepless hey. nights. When Matt is there, why did he take the? Do you know what was mad? Yeah, they waved Ollie, off. Ollie, Ollie, and Amanda was saying that, oh, how oh, he, uh, Matt told Ollie to let Fred take it because he was banging him in in training. Hundred percent. No, hundred percent. Fred banged. You're him the manager. You're the manager. Oh, because the way Matt Fred has to shoot from 35 yards is like something I've never seen. So he must have been training. And the worst thing about it, yeah, his right foot is crap, yeah, but he, he 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 loves to shoot with his right foot. It makes no sense, like. It makes zero sense. I read that he's in the top three Premier League players in terms of shots to have not scored a goal. Of course. <laughs> I'm actually so that, that just says it all. I'm not surprised. Like, this guy, this Fred guy, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I'm seeing this guy put in basic performances and people are praising it, like, is the bar? Did he set the bar that low last year? Yes. Where you're like, what? Rah! He could actually turn out on his stronger foot and pass and pass the ball sideways. He's not. He's not. He's not even passing the ball forwards that amazingly. Like he's he's been decent. He's been what I expect of like a midfielder coming in who's just back up to someone. But this guy costs fifty million, and like the thing is, yeah, Fred could be like a decent. Defensive midfielder, if you just like limit the amount of space he has to cover, and he's just there covering space, trying to tackle like against Wolves, yeah, the amount of tackles he like moved out the way of against yes. Jose and Jimenez, dickheads. He's a dickhead because so so many counterattacks he, he could have stopped, but because he was a pussy, he just let let them go. So he needs to work work on his tackling first of all. But he could be a decent DM, like kind of like kind of like a crap, but. Nandino basically that's, that's, that's what that's wow what he, could, he, 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 he ain't got he, nowhere near the physicality man he could be a very crap for, for, for Fernandinho that, that, that is it that is it he is decent at best we pay 50 million for him the best thing we do is like we have to sign over him and then Fred will be a player that we, we just forget the price tag and then we like oh he's a good squad player but people try trying to beg like to, to give him praise for this season, he looks good. He looks good in a crap team. How many times have we seen this happen? We saw it with Lindelof. We saw it with countless players. Like, like, calm down. Like, let, let's see what he does next season, in it, and then we'll go from there. But right now, he's been decent at best, and people are just overgassing him. Right. Yeah, if you're asking me this <laughs> I was saying that Fred was pound for pound the worst United transfer of all time. Because for 50 million, you were getting basically none or assists in the league. But all he's managed to do is just lower the bar for himself to the floor. So now he's looking decent. He's just dropping six, six, seven out of ten performances consistently. And when he's around the likes of AP, 
and James. He, it just makes him look even better. But we need to remember that we were even saying Scott McTominay was a certified starter in our side now. So I'm I'm fine with Fred long term as a rotation option, but uh, I'm, I'm praying that he's not starting in two seasons. I, I feel so. like he's been on, been on the weights a little bit as well because I'm seeing him shrug off players a bit more. Whereas before, he was always getting moved to. Um, but yeah, man, again, man, as everybody said, the bar's on the floor, man. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, like, all hell Fred now because he's fucking um, beat a press a couple times and that, whatever. But one thing I do realise is that at least he has something about him. I thought he was totally finished, like a Snyderland type of thing. Like, I thought, like, he actually had zero about him. But he actually does have a bit about him. But it's not enough for me to say, oh, yeah, Fred, yeah, Fred, you're sick and whatever, whatever, man. He should, these are the things that he should be doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, for good, for, like, I, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know what United's strategy has been, but like, you know, the central part of midfield has been something that's been lacking a lot. Um, and it would just be hell if, you know, like Fred just you know like after a few after a few years we sold him and he he went down the list of all of the players that didn't succeed in in central midfield so yeah man I'm just happy that at least he's shown a little bit about him and I can see I don't know if Pogba or I think Pogba is gonna go or whatever but at least if we get one month of Bruno Fred and Pogba it's gonna bring a little bit of joy <laughs> Bro, that's gonna be mental. Hell, a skelter, boy. Chaos, man. That's all we need, bro. Oh, actually, honestly, yeah, Matic, yeah, Bruno and Pogba as well, bro. That's gonna be another thing that I'm interested to see. Yeah, Matic has been solid. We shouldn't even talk about Matic because I think he's been like actually like I don't say really good, but pretty good. He's been good, man. You have yeah, to remember, yeah. You have to remember. In part, because mm. by the end of March, his legs, legs will be gone. gone. So it's yeah. essentially, he is a very good rotation option. But he's getting almost 200k a week. You cannot be getting 200k a week to be a very good rotation option. So the reason he's looked decent is because he didn't play for ages. So when he started playing, he was very fresh. So if we were say, oh, maybe we could do a team with Matic, nah, B, that ain't happening. Like Seb said, bring in a guy like Party. Let's just lock it down, man. Let's just do this team properly, man. Cool. Well, that United means... wants to party. What United, you uh, United can't sign Party. United... Uh, why not? Our transfer policy it's gonna be Declan Rice, eighty five mil. If that, that happens, then stuff stuff's happening. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what that's what I'm gonna say. Hey, that's it right there. If that happens, <laughs> stuff's happening, you know. Cool. Um I think yeah, we'll we'll just go to the listeners' questions now, lads. So I've got uh, Phil and Kamal here, so no Rodney, so you guys won't be getting dissed for asking questions on a football podcast, which we ask you to ask. So uh, well, let's get into it. Um, first, uh, less of a question and more just a statement from OZNGI. Just get some sleep, lads. <laughs> you know what, mate? I'm dead. You might be right. <laughs> you might be it's right. True. Um, 
JSWB underscore, should we go after Pochettino in the summer? I won't ask Elijah and Seb because we've hashed this out quite a few times, but I will open up the floor for Kamal and Phil to give their opinions on Pochettino to United. So start with you, Phil. What are your opinions on Pochettino? Is he the right fit for us? Yes, no, why? Yeah, of, of course, I'd take Pochettino. Um, personally, he's not my first choice. Um, I'm having Nagelsmann over him. but you having who over him? Yeah, I'm having Nagelsmann over him, personally. Why is that? Um, I feel like you look at Poch and his strengths are squad building and he can get the best out of players, but he did have a good squad at Spurs. However, Nagelsmann, he was working with utter dirt at Hoffenheim. And every, did every he season, have a good squad at Spurs? I mean, he was winning midfield games with a Suzuko Windyama double pivot, mate. All right, if we talk about his best seasons, uh, he had he had, um, he had had Musa, Musa Dembele in there. And... Um, yeah, like if other than the midfield, they literally had one of the best squads in the Prem. Top two defenses, best striker for a couple of seasons. Human Son, Deli Ali, like they had a really good squad. Nagelsmann, however, I know that he can get the best out of absolute shit. Like you look at him at Hoffenheim, not he had utter crap in his team. Um, and even then, his best player was, was getting poached each summer, and he was still doing better season on season. Um, he's younger, he's more progressive. I like his pressing that he offers, which, by the way, Oli's been promis- promising us for 12 whole months and we barely see it. Once every seven or eight games, we see a half-decent press. Uh, it's just it's just another one of those things. However, Pochettino, let's go back to the question. Um, Pochettino, yeah, of course I'd take him. Uh, I feel like PSG might be after him if they get rid of Tuchel. Um, Bayern would have gotten him if they wanted him. Real Madrid, I think, will keep Zidane. So we shouldn't have any major excuses. Then we have to get him. I also think that getting Nagelsmann out of Leipzig won't be easy. And I'd be very surprised if the likes of Edward would even knew who Nagelsmann was. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, how about you, Kamal? Do you share Phil's sentiments repotch, Or are you perhaps looking for us to go in another direction? Oh, no, there's no other direction. I think Poch is literally the perfect fit because purely for squad building ability, because I feel like Oli has done one thing right in his time at United, and that's getting rid of Deadwood. Mm-hmm. There's loads of pl- players that were in the squad collecting wages, and he's surprisingly, he has like a very friendly persona in the media, which pisses me off, but he's quite ruthless when it comes to selling players. So we've already got the foundation of players out of the club, cleared up a lot of wages, as long as we can get Sanchez off the books, we can bring Poch in, clean slate, and just let him squad build, because it just comes down to, I feel like Poch has shown that he can be trusted with money, so then just chuck a bit of money at Poch, plus, we're in a position now where Pogba's gone this summer, 100%, and we are not in a position where we can attract the top quality players in the world anymore, because it's, it's not, chucking money at them isn't just working anymore. When In that season where we signed Pogba, Zlatan, Bayi and Mickey. That was, I think that was purely on the name of Mourinho because we didn't even have European football. Uh, we didn't have Champions League football that season. Honestly, it's a very real possibility now that we're all looking at, uh, can we still make top four? We honestly might not make top six at this rate. So European football is, might, is not even necessarily on the cards. But Pochettino has that, like, that clout around Europe where he can still bring in the top players. Do you think he has that clout around Europe? Why do you think that? He's won nothing. 
Champions League final last year. So which he oh, lost. See, this, which he lost. Okay, this one, this um, Pochettino's one nothing argument. Yeah, I hear it. I fully do. But it's like, aside from the lack of trophies, he has gotten results. He's taken, he's redefined Tottenham and given Tottenham their most successful period. Which uh, is what exactly? What's the gro- what's the grand total of? So why the reason why I'm okay. really questioning is you said he has clout around Europe. What is his clout based on? Around how around how he's managed to turn Tottenham from battling for seventh from, with Everton mm-hmm. into they've gotten Champions League every every season that he's been in there and they've so progressed what table, there. So what table does that put him on in terms of managers, if that's what he's done? So he's turned a team that was fighting for Europa League places into a team that um, gets into the Champions League pretty comfortably. But what level of player does that attract, though? Do you not think... Yeah, but would you not argue that he... Not even that you would not argue. Is he not inarguably top five managers in Europe? It's, you don't think so? It's debatable, because, but I'm more questioning the clout comment you made. I don't really think he has much clout, really. If we're really putting him up against other managers who who are in the game right Let's now, I think currently the only managers I can think that would arguably have more clout than him would be Pep and Klopp, like obviously Mourinho. I don't even know how much clout he holds anymore. Because Come on, he's still Jose. Ma- he's still Jose Mourinho. Everyone mate. knows how bad his player re- relationships are. Then there's Zidane, who I also don't think. I think that's more the room with good name than just. You don't Zidane. think Zidane um, has more clout than Pochettino? No, but. No, no, I'm not saying... Zidane has the most clout. clout in the world. I'm not saying they don't have more clout. I'm saying there's only... Four, how many, that's four that I've named with more clout than Pochettino. Everyone else is a maybe. I don't think there's any... Oh, maybe Carlo Ancelotti, but now he's at Everton, so... Nagelsmann, that was mentioned, you don't think he has more clout? But why would he have more clout than Van Poch if we're talking about trophies? Because... He's, just, he's a German he's hipster, he was super young. Yeah, but young. he's done the same thing in the sense that he redefined Hoffenheim and made them successful. And he's doing the same thing with Leipzig, but he's not gonna done anything on a trophies basis. No, he hasn't. I don't think either of them have... I mean, they're in that group of kind of upcoming managers who people want to see at a bigger club to see what they can do with money. But I don't think any player is going to come and play... A top player, that is, is going to come and play for Manchester United because of Pochettino. He doesn't attract... He won't attract players like that. Jose Mourinho still has more pull than Pochettino. I think that's hard to debate, no matter what we've seen from his football. Players will go from play for Jose Mourinho off his name quicker than they go and play for Pochettino. Uh, maybe, but the, I'm just here for the building project that I think Poch can guide. Cause yeah, I, I, ain't mad at, I ain't mad at it at all. Yeah, cool. I miss the days where managers would be at a club for five, five, ten years. So I'm hoping that can be Poch. Cool. Can I just add, though, with Poch quickly? Yeah, go on. Like, if we do go for him, I think we have to be wary with um, the whole squad building thing. In, I don't think it's going to be a case where we can just give him a blank checkbook and say, here, go build a successful squad like he did at Spurs. Because when you look at like his job at Spurs, he had Paul Mitchell working alongside him, same at Southampton. So like, I think as a club, that's something the board really have to be wary of. You can't just give him, a, give him the cash and say, do this, when it might not have been completely his doing. Good point. Uh, got a question from David Seller. Um, start with you, uh, Seb. How many goals is Agallo getting? Stick your neck out, son. Agallo um, will get eight goals. 
eight goals all comps, yeah? Yeah, he'll get eight goals. Cool. Um, Elijah, how many goals is Agalo getting? Four. <laughs> Correct. How many goals is Igalo uh, getting, sorry? Me? Yeah. How many do you say? Six. And Phil, how many goals do you see Igalo getting? Yeah, I'm with Elijah, four or five. Four or five, yeah, cool. Um, got another question for Mo One Ups. And if your answer to this is no, you have to give examples of teams who are better or worse at the question being asked. Big and serious, are we the worst PL team in the final third? Final third. Uh, the final third? Are you crazy? We're the worst P- PL team in the, the the top half. That's it. No, no we've I been think... final third of the pitch, so attacking. Oh. Yeah. Final third, mm. Bournemouth are worse than us by far. Bournemouth are horrible. And then is it us after them then? Um, Arsenal are pretty bad as well. I can't lie. <laughs> oh, no, 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 they've got, but they've got the Aubameyang factor. They have, they have Aubameyang, but then again, we had Rashford this season, so you know. But our, our inability to create chances in the final third is scary. It's honestly scary. Do you know what? I, I think mate, like Newcastle aren't that great. Aston Villa. To, to be fair, I think we love better than us in the final third. Oh, do you know what? I don't know. I think just Grealish alone is mm. that is basically just Grealish by himself doing it. Watford, um, Watford too. Oh, Watford, Watford actually have Saar and Delafeu, Decore. They are actually better in the final third. Decore, final third. Bam. He he plays as a ten now because he mm. can't do that midfield job because he's a bum. But um, yeah. Like, you won, Elijah. Watford, look, they. I feel, I, I feel like most teams would fear coming up against Watford right now than coming up against us. And I, that's not even a lie. Um, that's a dire state of affairs, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, got a question for the magic magic man's rant. Would you rather United qualify for the CL and Oli remains the coach heading into next season or United miss out on CL football but Oli's gone at the end of the season ahead of the transfer window? I think I can assume the answers but I'll still go around and ask the panel. Um, Kareem? Oh, um, Oli in and CL or Oli out no CL? Uh, Oli out no CL. There's uh, no point in us going CL to be out in group stages. No. <laughs> Phil? Yeah, Oli out, no seal. Elijah? Oli out, no Europa even. I don't know. Just... <laughs> Phil? <laughs> Boy. Seb? Oli and seal. Ah, different. Hitting on the hezzy, yeah? He yeah, makes man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The reason why I say that, yeah, is because, like, from just looking at United's uh, previous transfer windows, I I don't think we have any pull, and players are caring less and less about the name of Man United. And one of the uh, you know the conditions is they want to play Champions League. That's why players are not even looking at us. That's why we can't bag a Haaland or whatever because they're not comfortable. Or they're not certain that we're going to be in the CL. How about we get into the CL, we get the players, and then we've been only the season after. But what makes but you we probably won't be in the CL the season after. We'd get the season after. 
Nah, man, we get the players, man. Oli, Oli's, Oli will get the players, man. This happens weird with Jose. We thought we was going to bag players, then we end up with Lukaku, Matic and Lindelof. No, no, no. No, but he, the recruitment was wrong under Jose, man. To be fair, if we look at Oli's recruitment so far, other than Daniel James, it's been pretty, pretty decent. I'm not even going to lie. Nah, the only decent thing he's done, the, the only thing for me Wambasaka, and he's heavily flawed and he's not even doing his best to make him look good Maguire was still a ridiculous signing James shouldn't even be a signing I mean he's done well getting out of the deadwood but they haven't they haven't been replaced I mean nah I mean his his recruitment has been it's been okay because we've just seen players we've hated for a long time ago and to be fair he's done he's done a decent job of that but nah, his recruitment. He, the players like the players we've been linked with, the types of players we're going for. I don't like the look of it personally. For me, I I feel like for me personally, I just feel like his recruitment's been really good. Um, and Ooh, um, even Daniel James. Why do you think his recruitment's in. been really good? I, I like I like Maguire. I like Aaron Rabasaka. I like Bruno. Um, what? Who else has he brought in? James, Daniel James. Like, but uh, it's four. It's first of all, it's four signings. Like, like we we could say from it's four signings. Not even a season has even passed yet. So who knows how they could turn out? Because, like, in you got to remember in the moment we fought Snadlin, the Pies, Spanschagel, Damian was a good summer as well. So. Mm-hmm. There's that, but mate, I can't lie. Like his recruit, his his taste in players is just weird, man. See, I even I don't know. know. I don't know if I want to assign this blame to Oli because I don't know if it's an Oli thing or a club thing. But when it comes to recruitment, I just apparently we have apparently we have a scouting network with eighty scouts, but all our signings are so basic. Yeah. In, some will come. We went. Oh, we need a right back. Okay, let's. English right back, one. No back. gems. No, we you're not nerfing any gems at all, man. Exactly, it's not complicated. As in, give me, give me, and five of my guys a week to find a player. We'll get you some gems in Brazil, Spain, all of these gems. But these guys just go for the most basic signing that you can just get on FIFA by putting 80, 85 in the um, What the scouts are doing is they're not even turning up to the game. They're just signing in their timesheet, bro. They're, they're might not bother the player. Just, just get somebody to say, yeah, man, just say I was there, man. And then just like, you know them uni things, like you just yeah. got to swap somebody's yeah. That's what they those guys are doing. The chilling, and then get to the end of the week, they're like, Maguire. And then that's their job. <laughs> honestly, honestly, they're sick, though. Like, oh, especially when we signed James, I thought, okay, we've actually shown some scouting prowess here. Like, I'm getting a player from the championship. And then you show uh, that was the and there are so many better wingers in the championship Damn. than the guys. So many. One of my favorite, one of my favorite wingers is in the championship, which I've been screaming for, for like a year and a half. And Spurs bought him. Like when he goes back to Spurs, people will see like Jack Clark, absolutely amazing right winger. Like, and that's who I wanted initially. I, I actually couldn't believe Spurs bought him because I was thinking this is just going to be one of my like secret gems. Like, but Spurs went and copped and loaned him back. Like, he is actually a really competent footballer that can actually start and like a really good player. 
um, for me, I just see James as a one-type, you know, game stretch type of player. But yeah, man, um, I don't. Even, he wasn't. He was nothing to do with the scouting. He was just gigs, and I'm sure gigs, gigs, or somebody's getting peas off him. That's the only way that that shit's happened, man. Um, the thing is, there are so many ballers in the championship. So to come out with James is a real indictment on us because there are like there's the there's the Ezzy guy from QPR. What he's mental. He looks mental. He is such a like he's crazy, like proper crazy, like grabbing him. Like you, that's 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 the type of player you just grab and you just you you like that is. He is so mad. Like the things he does in, in championship, and he's like what nineteen. To, he's a crazy baller. And then there's the guy at Brentford as well, the Bebenarama Bebenarama guy or something like that, who's I think scored a hat trick the other Saucy. game. Bam! There are ballers in the championship, and you're coming out with James. Yeah, people need to, fam, stuff. Do I, boy? Cool. Um. Yeah. With that being said, lads, once again, thank you for coming on this evening. Uh, we've got a little gap now between our next game and we've got uh, Chelsea on the 17th. So rest up, you know, get your beauty sleep. You don't have to worry about United for uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sure I can't all, wait, man. I'm sure you'll all be relieved. Um, to listeners, thank you for listening. Keep using the hashtag, getting involved in the conversation. Uh, to listeners' questions we didn't answer, um, we'll be more interactive because obviously we're the biggest uh, club specific podcast in the Touchline Fracker family so it's important that we're out for you guys you know so just keep doing what you do guys Uh, have a nice evening yeah peace Peace. thank you nice one um, Cam and Phil for coming on as well lads no worries thank you peace guys yeah Rashford he's in here he scores Marcus Rashford Takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Buy some shampoo. Violate my squad, my bang you. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. 
Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Sports Social Podcast Network.